plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Monday, January 30th. Super Bowl week is here. Uh, big week for the Cowboys. No, they're not going for their sixth championship, as we all know. They were knocked out in the divisional round against the Green Bay Packers, but still a big week. Uh, for the team, Jerry Jones uh, could be inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, come Saturday or, or voted in, and of course he'd be inducted uh, next August. So that is certainly something to keep an eye on, as well as uh, other honors could be headed Jason Garrett's way, could be headed uh, Dak Prescott's way could be headed Ezekiel Elliott's way. The NFL Honors show is Saturday night, so uh, the Cowboys could be in line for some big, big hardware coming up, but uh, it is Super Bowl week. Atlanta Falcons taking on the New England Patriots. Patriots, I believe, are up to a three-point favorite. Uh, I saw somewhere it opened as a pick uh, but I believe that went to three, but uh, my editor just asked for my prediction, uh, and right now I'm leaning toward the Falcons. Hey, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, snapped a 52-year championship drought in Cleveland earlier earlier this year. Uh, the Chicago Cubs, of course, won the World Series for the first time since 1908, so why not the Atlanta Falcons winning their first ever Super Bowl trophy? The Falcons have been around since 1966, have never won a championship. So uh, maybe it's time for them. Of course, that is hard to go against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, but we shall see uh, how it all shakes out um, coming up. But uh, I kind of wanted to touch on Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner. He is certainly... A guy uh, to watch this week, Jerry Jones, uh, a finalist as a contributor, and you know Stephen Jones said during the Senior Bowl that uh, of course he's nervous, but uh, he's excited. He thinks it should happen. And let me just run over Jerry Jones's Hall of Fame resume real quick before getting into some Stephen Jones audio. Uh, when Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys in 1989. They were losing $1 million a month and had $30 million in overdue bills uh, when he spent $77 million of his own cash uh, to help buy the team for the final price tag was $140 million uh, to buy the Cowboys and the Texas Stadium lease. Cowboys now worth an estimated $4 billion by Forbes. Uh, that makes them the most valuable franchise in the world. No soccer, no European soccer club is valued at four billion. Nothing like that. So clearly, 
you know, Jerry Jones has built the Cowboys into arguably the most prestigious uh, sports franchise in the world, uh, just based on value. Uh, but you even go back before that, uh, during negotiations in 1993, Jerry refused to give TV networks a $238 million rebate on a four-year contract. Uh, instead, he got Fox into the bidding, and the contract jumped from $900 million to $1.1 billion for the 94 to 97 seasons. And, of course, Fox, it paid off huge dividends uh, because their primetime shows took off after that. And that's why you've seen the TV rights go so high uh, and now we're kind of in the so-called possible TV bubble that could burst uh, where you see the younger generation maybe not watching games like uh, the traditional folks did back then in the 90s where you, you you sat down with the family watched football and then you probably weren't going to change the station uh, from Fox or, or whatever uh, but now with streaming and, and all this stuff and, and to be frank just less interest in sports among younger generations uh, you, you can start maybe see those uh, TV rights start to come down here in, in the future but the NFL seems to be the one that's been immune to that so far I think it obviously has a lot to do with fantasy football and gambling uh, so uh Jones also opted out of the trust agreement with NFL Properties in 95, struck deals with Nike, American Express, and Pepsi worth more than $40 million. The league sued him for $300 million. Jones countered with a $750 million antitrust lawsuit, side-settled, allowing teams to control their own licensing agreements. Uh, in more recent years, of course, Jerry Jones built AT&T Stadium. The billion-dollar stadium in Arlington in 2009, the first ever billion-dollar stadium, and now you see billion-dollar stadiums popping up. Of course, where the L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers are going to play will be a billion-dollar stadium. Uh, I believe the Vikings pushed a billion dollars. I'm not sure if it got to the billion-dollar mark, but clearly uh, it was up there. Atlanta, uh, another team that's building a new stadium. And, of course, uh, earlier this year, the uh, Cowboys opened their billion-dollar practice facility in Frisco. So, um, clearly, Jerry Jones is well-deserving. Here's what Stephen Jones had to say about Jerry possibly going into the Hall of Fame earlier, or last week at the Senior Bowl. He's got, obviously, Hall of Fame next week, or are you nervous, anxious, warm? Yeah. What do you think? How's yeah. your feelings on it? Well, I just, it goes without saying, I'm really, really nervous about it, and, uh, you know, in a good way, because I think he's so deserving, and I, you know, I'm very confident that, uh, you know, it's going to happen, and, uh, but I'm just uh, so fired up about it, and know that, uh, you know, there's far as ownership and uh, the contributor category. Uh, I just uh, I can't think of anybody who deserves to go in at this point more than Jerry does. You look at that Falcons game, look at it and say, well, we could have had a shot at these guys. You look at them, oh, well, they look pretty good. No, <laughs> I would love to have had a shot at them. You know, all matchups are different. Yeah. And we feel like we match up well with a lot of teams. We just, unfortunately, we didn't get the job done against the Packers. You know, respect our team for what they did. I mean, they never quit fighting, and we had a chance to win the game. Didn't win it. Got to beat by, you know, one of the best players in the NFL. Rodgers played at his best against us, and 
uh, you know, our goal right now, that's why we're here, is to get better. And we weren't good enough to get it done last year, so we got to improve on our football team and get it done next year, hopefully. All right, that was Stephen Jones, and kind of as you heard, of course, they would have loved to take on the Falcons, and I think the Cowboys certainly matched up pretty well against the Falcons just in terms of uh, being able to match them offensively, I think, with Ezekiel Elliott and stuff like that, uh, you know, really establishing the running game, and and I I still scratch my head at the coaching decisions, and, and I've talked to plenty of people at the bar uh, my neighbor, Barb Malone's right in downtown Fort Worth, uh, about this. And I think it really came down to, and this is by no means to blame Jason Garrett or, or Scott Linehan, but there were just three uh, really questionable, four arguably really questionable decisions, I thought. You know, on the first drive against the Packers, they had a third and two. Uh, you've been a physical team all year, run it down their throat, smash mouth. Uh, they ended up trying to hit Des deep, falls incomplete, settled for a field goal. I thought right there uh, they kind of didn't do what they did all year, which is pound the ball. Uh, the second play, the second and one, the interception back through, trying to hit Des uh, or Cole on, on a little bubble screen. Uh, that was obviously a pivotal play. Cowboys at the time were driving in Packers territory. Uh, just didn't get it done. Number three, the spike. Uh, And obviously people can go back and forth whether or not the Cowboys made the right call on the spike. Uh, And so you spike it on first down. Okay, that's fine. That's all well. I think they should have hustled and and run the similar Cole Beasley type out route or or what have you uh, on first down. But anyways, you spike the ball, then you hit the second down play for seven yards to Cole. You still have a timeout. The clock is stopped. I think you pop it, you know, you hand it to Elliott there, you know, catch him off guard. That's what you did against Pittsburgh. You caught the Steelers off guard. You scored a touchdown. Uh, So, again, you know, just kind of – and if you don't hit it, uh, you let the clock run down, you have a timeout, and and then – you know, you don't give Rodgers and the Packers time to uh, <laughs> to get in field goal range. So, so those were just the uh, questionable decisions I thought down the stretch. But at the end, hindsight's twenty twenty. Cowboys lost. Uh, so the Falcons, of course, demolished the Packers in the championship game. And and right now, I'm I think. You know, as as tough as it is to go against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, I just feel like the Falcons are the more complete team. Uh, when you look at the level Matt Ryan's playing at, Julio Jones uh, is an unstoppable force. they got a solid running game. Defensively, uh, there's no question the Falcons are suspect. But uh, I think Vic Beasley, they got a proven pass rusher. I, I think yeah, just something tells me it's the Falcons uh, that are going to – pull away with it but i've been wrong before i could be wrong again but anyways that's going to do it this is locked on cowboys as always i appreciate you guys tuning in i will be back later in the week uh i'm actually going down to houston on thursday more as a fan and and just for some fun than a reporter but i will be down there uh so i will come from you there i'll probably 
post uh, another podcast on Wednesday. Uh, But until next time, take care. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.